When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. I reckon there's always an athlete before every uh, Olympic Games where you might say, geez, I wish I had known about that. I wish I had known that guy. I wish I had known that name before the Olympics because they often go on to do something incredibly special and that's exactly what we're hoping for for Elijah Winnington who last week uh, absolutely staked his claim on being the next star of Australian swimming when he finished first in the 400 metres at the Australian Swimming Trials in Adelaide. It was a fantastic meet and we've now assembled a very, very strong team and this man is looking to claim gold. The time that he recorded is the fourth fastest ever by an Australian over the 400 metres. These are the names that he currently trails. Thorpe, Horton and Hackett. So remember the name Elijah Winnington. He's been good enough to jump on the phone with us. Hello, Elijah. Hey, guys. How are you? It's good to be here. Uh, it's very good to have you on. Um, what an amazing situation. What a, what a fantastic performance. Uh, how did you get out of the pool feeling after recording that time, getting that win? And I suppose with mixed emotions, you've knocked out uh, a man who you won a gold medal with at the Com Games in the 4x200 in, in Mac Horton. It must have been a surreal experience in Adelaide at the trials. Yeah, most definitely. It was uh, It was one of the biggest meets that I've ever done in my life. Um, and I, I kind of felt a fair bit of pressure going into it. Um, I've been swimming quite well for the past 12 months over the 400 metres. So I was going in one of the favourites, um, but obviously, like you mentioned, um, the race, you know, was filled with, you know, Mac Horton and Jack McLaughlin. It was a star-studded field and it, the race ended up showing to be that. Um, however, yeah, like you said, there was a lot of emotions um, that were running wild when I touched the wall. Um, obviously, my first reaction, I saw that I went under the Olympic qualifying time. So, you know, I kind of realised that, you know, I booked my spot to Tokyo. So that was a that was a dream come true moment. Um, but then I kind of realised, oh, like, that's a pretty competitive time. Like, I'm not <laughs> just, you know, going to the Olympics. I'm sort of in there with a pretty good shot. Uh, I think it's in the top 10 fastest times swum over the distance for the year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think right now I'm currently world number one for the for the past year, um, and I think it was maybe seventh or eighth all time in history, which that's, is pretty cool. That's the, the caveat. It was all time, not this year. Thank you for correcting me on that. So when you looked across the pool, did you was there a moment where you did feel a little bit? And I know that this is that swimming is all about these moments as well, and you are used to beating people that you've competed with from one meet to the next, but given that the guy that you beat is the reigning Olympic gold medalist in the 400-metre freestyle, how how did that sort of sit with you and how momentous was that? Yeah, it was massive. You know, like I mentioned, there were, I think there were a lot of us that were, maybe five of us um, in that final that were within the top eight in the world of last year. So 
we had an incredible race, um, and it was you know just unfortunate for Mac that he was uh, a little bit behind the pace and came third um, to miss his you know to reclaim his Olympic gold um, if he was to compete for it this year. But you know I've looked up to Mac for years. I remember I was 15 watching Mac do what he did in Rio. Um, and I just thought Mac was a superhero, um, you know, and since then, Mac and I have become quite close. I've been on a few teams with Mac, um, raced in a few relays with him, and, you know, he's an all-around guy. So we had a nice moment in the pool um, after the race because I knew that one would have hurt Mac. Um, however, you know, he's a really gracious guy, and he's going to wish us all the best um, when we compete in that foreign freestyle. What, what did he say to you? you? You mentioned, obviously, the 2018 Com Games. You, you, you've got gold medals that you've won together, and you said you're close friends. What 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 does he say to you in a moment like that? Um, you know, he just said congratulations to me. Obviously, um, at that moment in the pool, he was a little bit upset, so he didn't really need to say much. But I kind of just, you know, said to him that he needs to keep his chin up and, you know, He's one of my heroes and I'll always look up to Mac. Um, and, you know, you can't let something like this sort of discourage you or stop you from what you're doing because he still is one of the best swimmers in the world. There is an old saying, never meet your heroes, but I don't think that rings true uh, for you at all, Elijah Winnington. Um, so now what's the journey now? What, where, where does the path lead in terms of getting to Tokyo? What's the process from here? Yeah, so I, uh, I'll, I leave for Cairns shortly um, to go on staging camp um, where I'll meet up with the rest of the Australian athletes in a little bit. Um, so we'll be in Cairns for about four weeks uh, or less than that, maybe three and a half weeks. Um, just getting ready. We'll just be, you know, sort of starting our bubble, um, hotel to pool and back type thing, um, just getting the training back underway on making sure the body's right and in, in good nick for when I do get over to Tokyo. Um, and then, obviously, I think it's about five or six days out from the Games opening um, will fly over, and that's when uh, everything starts to get really serious. So, obviously, the first step was qualifying. Uh, you've done that. You've absolutely blitzed them time-wise. Who then do you look to from the country's that you know you're going to be coming up against? Who are the names that you know that you have to beat to claim that ultimate gold medal? Um, well, funnily enough, there's still a massive controversy whether one of the biggest competitors is even going to be able to race um, after tournament Sun Yang. Um, he won the last World Championships in 2019 and you know would be going the favourite um, if he can swim. Um, he's obviously undergoing a doping violation or allegation I should say right now so that's still being reviewed um, and I think the hearing is set before the games begin so we'll find out if he's swimming but he would be one big name um, and then there's people like Gabrielle Detti an Italian who has been uh, a world medalist an Olympic medalist in the 400 freestyle um, and then there's you know up and comers some guys from America have been swimming pretty fast um, then, obviously, even Jack McLaughlin, who I had to beat um, in Australia to make the team, he's also right there. So there's quite a few. It's definitely going to be a uh, it's definitely going to be a race, but I just need to make sure that you know I prepare the best I can 
um, and make sure that I do all the work in the pool so that when I get over to Tokyo, I just need to go through my fair sessions and execute the race that I know I can do, um, and the result will show from that. What, um, what, you've answered my next question, which I was going to say, are you someone who just worries about yourself and doesn't really immerse yourself in the goings-on of other swimmers around the world? I think you've answered that, that you very much are immersed in who's doing what uh, around the world and that you, you live and breathe it. Um, the trials in Adelaide, there was obviously a lot being reported around culture with this, within swimming and treatment of swimmers in in, in competition and, and, and in clubs around Australia. I don't expect you to comment on that unless you wanted to, but what's your experience been like as you've come up through the ranks in swimming? Oh, I've actually found it to be really positive. Um, I always remember swimming as a junior to be one of the greatest assets, even to complement things like my schooling. Um, It taught me things that I would have never been able to uh, learn as a young child, like discipline, um, I had to always make sure that my schoolwork was done on time because the, the training regime of a swimmer from such an early age is, you know, unlike anything else, we're not going to, you know, two footy practices a week. We're doing, you know, 20 plus hours in the pool as a 11 year old kid. Right. So um, it's quite crazy that, you know, that I haven't really seen or heard what's been going on. I've been pretty preoccupied with trying to make the Olympic team, but um. Yeah, you know, I know that when I was growing up from singing that I really cherished those times um, because it taught me so many life lessons that I know I wouldn't be the person I am today without them. Uh, we're speaking to star on the rise in the pool, Elijah Winnington, uh, qualified first at the Australian Swimming Trials for the 400-metre freestyle, heading over to Tokyo and has the, the, the best time uh, this year in that event. Uh, so we're absolutely just jumping out of our skin to see what uh, Tokyo brings. When it comes to the event itself with what may or may not be happening with crowds and in the COVID world that we face, do you allow yourself to sort of contemplate how this is all going to look and will it feel the same as what you might have seen uh, when you've been watching Olympics and aspiring to get to Olympics as a kid? Um, You know... I've always had this sort of picture of what I think the Olympics is going to be, but then, you know, I talk to people around me that have been to multiple Olympics. Um, for example, Cameron McElroy, one of my really good friends, who just made his third. He went to London and Rio, and he said even those were both incredibly different experiences. Um, and then I know people that have been to Beijing and before that Athens and Sydney, and they all seem to say that every Olympics is different in its own way. So, you can't go there thinking it's going to be something because even being to an Olympics, going to another one is completely different. Um, so I'm kind of just going in with that mindset, um, truthfully. Knowing that everything is going to be an unknown for me. The only thing I can control is I know the day I'm swimming, I know the time I'm swimming, and I know where I'm swimming. So as long as I can prepare the best I can with those three outcomes, um I know that the results in the pool will come. Hey, Elijah, when it comes to the qualification, um, there's been a lot of talk and, and where some athletes sit in regards to the, 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 what, what's the, 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 uh, the guidelines under how you need to qualify uh, for the Olympics and that the, the times you need. So it's not good enough just to win 
a race, you actually uh, have to record a time that I think would have got you into the top 10 at the previous World Cup or World Championships. That hasn't gone down well with every single swimmer. It's a really, I suppose, stringent qualification criteria. Do you... Are you on board with that's how it works or would you like to see it opened up so that more people who swim, you know, an Olympic qualification time? Because you had five in the pool in your event that swam the qualification time, yet under the Australian guidelines, they don't qualify because it wasn't uh, at that level that it needed to be uh, for the World uh, Championships last year. I think I'm getting that right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Australia has one of the toughest qualification standards uh, in the world to make uh, the Olympics um, for swimming. Um, so our qualification standards are that you have to be uh, within the top eight from the previous year, so have made the final um, at the previous year's World Championships, so you were right there, um, and also be within the top two. And the reason for that is only two swimmers per nation can swim in an event. Um, so although, the, yes, there were five of us that went under the Olympic part, um, you simply can't take them all because not all of them can swim that event. Only the top two can. Well, only two of you can. Obviously, the fastest two are the ones that are selected. Um, and in all honesty with you, I think that those uh, qualification standards need to be had because it's why Australia as a nation is so strong when we do go overseas. Yeah, we're... Mostly second to America almost every single year. Um, and, you know, we keep proving that we're such a strong nation in swimming. Um, and I do think that is because we have such qualification standards. If you want to make the team, you have to be one of the best in the world. Um, and, you know, it's quite hard because uh, there's obviously discretionary choices and, you know, people that made the team... Um, through other ways, um, whether they're relay swimmers or whatnot. But um, I guess my job as a swimmer is to worry about how fast I can go um, and make sure that I can do what the best I can do in the pool. Um, and then the selector's job is to make sure that they pick the best team possible. And you just have to trust that. Beautifully answered. Elijah, last question. Do you allow yourself to let your mind wander to what might it feel like to win a gold medal? Do you do you let your mind go that far or do you stick very much to the here and now and what maybe that might feel like and how you might celebrate and how you might respond and what it might feel like? Uh, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't dream about it, that's for sure. Um, I think every kid would in my situation um, or, or, or even not. I remember dreaming about winning an Olympic gold as a 12-year-old boy, so I'm just you know, six weeks off that moment instead of, you know, 10 years. Um, so I'd be lying with you if I said I didn't dream about it, that's for sure. Um, but the good thing about that is it keeps me motivated. I'm someone that, you know, gets very motivated by those things. Um, and I want to push myself the best I can to make those dreams become a reality because, you know, not so long ago I was dreaming about, dreaming about just making the team. Um, and that once I sort of checked that um, box, you know, a few weeks ago at the Australian Swimming Trials, I sort of was able to go, okay, like, now that's done, you know, half the book's written and it's time to, you know, make the other part of the dream come true and I'm going to be working until I can do that.
Uh, I love the sound of it. We can't wait to see how it unfolds for you. Enjoy the whole journey, and hopefully it leads to the ultimate prize, Elijah. And we can't wait to be cheering you home, hopefully to a gold medal uh, in the pool for the 400 and maybe the relays as well, as you did qualify uh, in the, the 200 metres as well, mate. So good luck with it all. We can't wait. Go well. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Remember the name Elijah Winnington set to explode at Tokyo. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.